All right, so joining me is my co-host over on Original Remake, Peter, to talk about um, little boys dressing up as superheroes. <laughs> Bring her mouth if you're gonna kidnap her. I'm not gonna make her less scared, okay? Darling, it's me. It's Billy. I know I don't look like me. A wizard made me look Maybe like Maybe don't this. start with the wizard. It's just gonna make her more confused. Some old guy brought me to a temple and he made me say Shazam. Rosa! Verbally triggered body manipulation properties? You can switch by saying Shazam! Baby, was that you? Are you okay? Uh, I, I was screwing in a bulb. Listen to me. Darla, you cannot tell anybody about this, all right? But it's Billy. He's a hero. Yeah, but if a supervillain finds out that he's a hero, that endangers us, okay? A hero's loved ones are, like, the perfect bad guy target. Is she even good at keeping secrets? Moderate. No. Oh, God. Well, definitely not as uh, Zimbad as a genie, Shazam. Uh, like, oh, okay. Like the, the Mandela effect, yeah. Yeah, I see. We're going to get out our, our negativity early there. Um, you know... I just, I just watched the trailer. I think we both just like, cause we pre Skyped and then both of us realized like, Hey, we haven't actually watched maybe the like updated trailer, which I'm <laughs> guessing I just did, but it didn't seem that much different than the uh, first trailer for Shazam, which uh, I think the only difference I saw was they introduced, I guess the villain or someone who's like punching this uh, adult version of this child in uh, a superhero suit. Yeah. Mark strong, you know, you hire him to be the villain and everything, uh, which is kind of funny because, this is a DC property, and Mark Strong was recently in Green Lantern with uh, Ryan Reynolds. I think DC would prefer you say that's not so recently. I think that they just like to put that one <laughs> under the rug. And uh, Green Lantern, what's that? Damn, Ryan Reynolds just keeps bringing it up in Deadpool, so they just they just can't get away from it. I did have that thought as well. I was like, oh, okay, so he's the second swing at the bat for a DC villain. Um, I don't know too much about Shazam other than. The character's name is Captain Marvel, but I don't think that's right. going to happen in the film. I don't know. I, I don't. Right. I don't believe so either. I, I, they'll probably just call him Shazam or Billy Batson. Yeah, because there was some other like little indie film that came out uh, here a, a couple weeks ago that uh, I think already has the rights to that that name. But what uh, without knowing too much about the character, you know, uh, what's your first thought seeing this this trailer? What you know? What are you in the in the mood for with it? Does this sell you on opening weekend or is this one that you just wait around and see uh, what the reviews say? Well, um, if I was not a podcaster, I, I think I would have waited for this one to come on home release. I don't know if I would have gone Damn, out to go watch this, this in the theater unless, you know, by word of mouth, all my friends are like, yeah, this one's worth checking out. But, and this is a DC trying to make a family film. And here you are a family man and you're saying, nope, <laughs> not going to do it. Well, I mean, uh, I have two that are too young to watch this, and the other two might be too old now. Uh, mm, I, I don't know. That's I, a good point. My, my, my oldest is almost 19, and I, I don't know. I, I think he will go watch Shazam. He, he's into comics, so I think he will go watch it on principle. Um, but I don't know how excited he is for it. So th that's a good point because this definitely feels like DC leaning uh, into – you know, a, I guess a softer side. I don't know if that's the correct word to use, but uh, more fun is what they're going for. Like, right. They had a huge right. success over Christmas with Aquaman doing just that, but Aquaman still 
kind of fit into the camp of more uh, action with uh, like a more comedic presence with the way Jason Momoa played the character. But it was definitely an action movie, action fantasy. Uh, this one, I think, is is going into action comedy, much more like something like Will Smith is kind of all over, usually. Uh, you just reminded me of the genie. <laughs> that was um, definitely on purpose. I was, <laughs> see, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get you to take the family to go see Shazam <laughs> and not give Disney like all of your money. Because look what they're doing to you. Look what they're doing to your, your favorite films from your childhood. Yeah, yeah, um, which is funny because I'm more likely to go see Aladdin in the theater than Shazam. Showing um, once again, trailers don't matter at all. <laughs> well, the, the newer trailer made me like it a little bit better. As long as we don't get Big Willie style version of Aladdin songs, I think we'll mm. be okay. You know, I don't want getting jiggy with it with the genie. You know, I I just leave the songs alone. You know, don't put a again Big Willie style on the songs. I, I think we should just all leave Aladdin alone. It suffered enough, and uh, <laughs> I'm you know I'm I may surprise you here. I actually actually kind of like this direction that they're going with Shazam because I I think as a comic book fan, um, the movie that I it kind of made me want to watch and I in a sort of a hate watch way. Uh, to prepare for this was going all the way back about 10 years ago to uh, Watchmen, that adaptation from Zack Snyder. And what it, this, especially this trailer gets me thinking about it is, you know, Zack Snyder, even though at the time Watchmen was not part of the DC universe, I believe now in the comics, they have brought those characters into the continuity somehow. Hmm. Um, You know, he was given the keys to the kingdom as far as the DC cinematic universe. And, you know, Man of Steel to Batman versus Superman to, I guess, half of Justice League. But in particular with Batman versus Superman, that is a very, very dark adult sensibilities. And I I remember podcasting about it with uh, Chris Maynard and asking him as a as a father, you know, is this something you would ever, ever think, hey, I'm going to take my kids to see this? And he was like, no, no, <laughs> not going to watch Batman versus Superman because he wanted them to see superheroes that you know represent the ideals i think that they originally were supposed to which is you know to aspire to be like a good citizen to you know uh protect those who need protecting and and uh you know not attack someone because they also are wearing a cape and i don't know if there's jealousy issues or what it's been a long time since i've seen superman versus batman mm-hmm. um but this i mean this seems like the polar opposite so it 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 makes me think about Watchmen, which is like adults who got the chance to be superheroes and then like got very depressed about it, about like all of the adult problems that come with it. Like Watchmen attempted to bring in like the real world with Vietnam, President Nixon, the Cold War in the eighties, uh, culminating at least in that world. And, uh, you know, the being on the brink of, um, a nuclear Holocaust and you can't really get much further away from that than Shazam which is a kid like discovering how awesome it is to be a superhero. So I, I think I'm actually a little bit more excited than you about it for that reason, just for the tonal shift that DC has made. Yeah. It's, it sounds like it. I mean, this, the, the, the trailer, it, it just reminded me of big, you know, probably because mm. I reviewed it just last year, but um, it's definitely got the a big vibe, you know, uh, where in Big, you got Tom Hanks playing a 13-year-old kid who is out in the city, 
we have some moments with his best friend, you know, and they're doing kid-like things, kind of like in Shazam. But if I were to pick a movie um, that that this trailer makes me kind of want to watch is Chronicle. Oh, okay. You know, was it 2010, I believe it was, with Dane DeHaan, mm-hmm. um, Michael B. Jordan, I kind of forget the the third character there. But these these teenagers, they, they get superpowers, and they all kind of handle it differently. Some want to come out with it, and some want to stay hidden. Uh, with such powers so um kind of got both vibes there those two movies yeah you're definitely you're you're definitely on a a darker path at least with the way chronicle ends but i I hadn't considered that one uh but it still has that uh sort of that journey of like self-discovery as far as Mm -hmm. them them figuring out what they can do and there's a line in this uh trailer where it's like what kind of superpowers do you have and it's like he hadn't even considered like what can i do and that's pretty much what the entirety of chronicle is Mm-hmm. Uh, until a point where uh, <laughs> things go, I guess, very Watchmen like, where they, yeah. they, you have you have an, you have at least one of the characters that has um, some teenage angst uh, and begins to abuse those powers. So I want to go back to what you're saying about this being maybe too like middle of the road. So uh, who do you think the demographic? Who who's this movie for? If you're not like a comic book fan or just a fan of comic book movies in general, do you think it has crossover appeal to people who maybe you think like you mentioned, Hey, that's kind of like the concept of big. I think the demographics definitely going to be in, in the younger teens. I think just the idea of, you know, the Billy Batson character being, well, what was the line that he says? I'm, I'm basically 15. <laughs> yeah. He's saying to his, uh, uh, arch nemesis, nemesis, which I tell you yeah. what, Mark Strong just can't catch a break. He's in, <laughs> he's in the failed green lantern movie. Uh, that gets kicked around by its star, uh, you know, years and years later. And when he gets the second swing at the bat to be a DC villain, um, he's going up against an admitted, like, you know, 15 year old, 14 year old. Yeah. So I, I think that's what it is. I, I think we all, at a certain point in our life, you know, kind of wish that we had powers. Hell, I'm, I'm almost 36, and I'm like, you know, it'd be cool if, you know, if I had super speed or, um, you know, flight, X-ray vision, stuff like that. It's still fun to fantasize about that. Do you think so you're like I, uh, I, the Shazam, the Batson character here, where it's like, you know, after you fly, you're like, you don't even consider what else you can do. Like you're, like how long, <laughs> how long would it take for you to try to find out or figure out other powers if you could fly around? Because then I think it would take me a few months before I got bored with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I might immediately just be like, well, what else can I do? I mean. Uh, it, it depends on the situation. How did I even get my my first ability? You know, mm. did I get bit by a spider? Right. So if I realized I can climb on walls, I might be like, you know what? I might be able to uh, lift certain things. I might have super strength. That may be something that Shazam struggles with because, and they try to play it to comedic effect uh, with him meeting this wizard. Uh, it seems like in the trailer they try to kind of breeze past that, like say the word, and basically you mm-hmm. have magical powers because. Um, it's not going to be <laughs> like Spider-Man where, you know, the webbing and crawling on the walls, um, dare I say it, it's a little bit more like Green Lantern-esque. Like you just try to figure out all the various things you can do. I was, I was thinking like as little as we record on original remake on a consistent schedule, you'd have a much harder time getting me to sit down and record with you if I could fly around. Like it would be months before I'd be like, oh, let's go back to podcasting. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think I'm in the same boat. <laughs> see i don't believe you cloud. i actually think that you would i think you would you would fly to more conventions to do interviews i think it would just i think it would actually just help you know, podcast more you're onto something there <laughs> there's one in anaheim in a couple of weeks i would love to go to 
I'm uh, I'm I'm thinking that this one, the only issue with Shazam that I can see, and another movie I thought of, but the reason I didn't bring it up as like sort of like what I plan to like rewatch is because it's a film I've not seen. So I don't know how far off base I am with this one, but I brought up Will Smith earlier, and it reminded me of Hitch, which I think came out. Is that also about ten years ago? Hitch, uh, I believe that was. I feel like two thousand seven. Is that? Am I thinking the right one? I'm thinking a different one. No, it's Hancock. Hitch is the romantic comedy. Oh. Hancock is a superhero movie. Although right. I think in Hitch he gives Kevin James superpowers mm-hmm. on how to date women. So mm-hmm. playing the genie slash wizard there from Shazam. Now I'm thinking Hancock, um, which I guess is like the would be like the comedic version of how I see Watchmen, where it's sort of like a disgruntled middle aged guy who is kind of bored with his powers already and like, you know, just takes them for granted. Did you ever watch that film? I did, yeah, with Charlie Theron. Was okay. it I mean, did it sort of marry the two as far as like the Will Smith comedy with the superhero well? Or was it did it kind of fail in execution on that? Yeah, I, I don't I don't think it was supposed to be comedic. Uh, is that just the Will Smith vibe that I'm getting from it then? I think so. I, I I think there were like little touches here and there, just him being like this, you know, this guy just kind of like jaded, you know, with his powers and just doesn't want to help anybody anymore. But I, I think after that, he kind of cleans up his act and things, you know, are a little bit more serious. And then we find out, you know, the, I don't know if it's an actual big reveal, but, you know, there's a bit of a twist there in, in, in that movie. I thought Hancock was all right. Um, I noticed the only thing you really seemed to remember about it was uh, you were quick to throw in uh, Charlize Theron to that. Oh, yeah. I mean, how do you forget one <laughs> Charlize Theron? I think she's a fan of, a fan of original remake. <laughs> I don't think we've ever covered any of her movies. In original I, remake, but... I will find one because I think you've kind of won this episode. <laughs> you've you've put her on my mind, which is also not hard to do, but I will research that as much as we have a research team. I'll see if she's been in something that has been remade or she was in a remake. Um mm-hmm. We did. We uh, Italian job. There's one we covered. Ah, that. we did do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you said uh, if you're not podcasting on this, uh, does that mean you're only going to see it just uh, to kind of be part of the like the conversation about it, thinking that it'll be the, the big release for a couple of weeks? Yeah, possibly. I, I'm really holding off. You know, on on the I'm being really picky with my or selective rather. You know, with my new release. Uh, outings just because we have the newborn now and I don't want to ask for every big movie I want to see so I, I do have to drop the ones that I'm you know lesser interested in um and Shazam just happens to be one uh there's like movies that gosh I'm, I'm trying to think what are some that I've recently purchased oh Deadpool 2 I still haven't seen you know just for no particular reason you just keep bringing up negative comments about Green Lantern. You just keep. <laughs> I, I own it on Blu-ray. I still haven't watched it yet for whatever reason. I, I have no idea. Um, it's fine. I mean, the, the the one interesting thing, and maybe it's something they're omitting from these trailers, but I'm not seeing a love interest, and I'm okay with that because Billy Batson's 15. Why shoehorn in a love interest? It worked you know in big, mean? though. Did it though, Mike? Did, did did that work in Big? I mean, are we talking about like the long term prospects of those characters in Big? No, but I think no. I think it okay. it helped. Right, uh, it it helped uh, give some more comedic moments as far as uh, you know, um, and some creepy ones. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I uh, 
I don't think you, the argument against, I guess, Shazam is the fact, uh, you know, the biggest difference is, I guess, that it's going to be an older male who maybe is mm. a thing for, you presume, like a teenage girl or someone that's age appropriate to the, the character's actual being, not his, uh, you know, fantasy form he takes on. Uh, I think you can do it, but I don't think you can have, you know, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, actual Shazam superhero character acting out those moments like you do uh, Tom Hanks. You know, the, the more we talk about big, the more I want to see 13 going on 30. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, I, I may yeah, lose speaking. some, some street cred here, but I've actually like, I've probably not seen big since I was a kid and oh, okay. I've watched 13 going on 30, you know, once every few years. I just, I don't know. I, I that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, I, I hadn't really, I'm, you know, I'm going to have to rewatch big since it's kind of, uh, you know, especially been a part of this conversation. But you may have a good point about just the creep factor, like with uh, with Jennifer Garner and uh, Mark Ruffalo. I don't know. There's a sweetness to how they handle that one. Um, mm. But I don't know. Um, I think <laughs> I think big is something that is you're probably right. It may be one of the like those '80s movies that can't really be like remade as an official remake because there's too much dicey territory there if they follow the right. plot beats along too much i think with shazam the superhero stuff will save it right like there's gonna be plenty of other stuff going on it's not gonna be a strict like romantic comedy right as much as you want it to be <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm not the, the biggest what, what what is this guy's name so, uh something levy Le- levi i think Le- levi i'm not a big fan of him um what was I, the tv really show he was on Chuck? Chuck, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I never really watched it, but, you know, after seeing a couple trailers, it looks fine. But just the fact that I get that big vibe, that that's where it's kind of a, a turnoff, you know, because it's like, huh. okay, that's why you got this guy, because you wanted somebody with some comedic timing. But I don't know. I, I guess, the, the, you know, we'll, we'll just have to kind of wait and see. It's funny to me because I, you know, I wanted to try out this this new sort of form of doing conversations around new releases where you could have, have some material before like trying to do a mad rush, as you're saying, like to, to plan around, like to go out and see it opening weekend to, you know, find someone to record with, edit all that craziness. And the thing I had in mind, I was like, well, Peter will be great for this. Cause it's such a, it's clearly, you know, big. I'm like, I'm not even going to bring up big. Cause I'm sure Peter, Peter will. <laughs> and I'm like, he's probably gonna be really excited to see Shazam. And instead it's the opposite effect and i think that's funny considering that we host a show about uh films being remade and coming the original Mm -hmm. remake and you seem to have such a distaste for them taking the big concept and putting it in superhero form and and also to be fair obviously this character was around for decades before big was created so i guess they're just taking that sort of cinematic cue for people who are not in touch with the the comic book characters it it could be the fact that you know, I hear that the, the character is 15. The things that they're doing, I don't know. I don't want to sound like, oh, well, that doesn't sound like a 15-year-old. I feel they, they'd be doing, I mean, we're only seeing like a fraction of what they're actually doing mm-hmm. and attempting, right? I feel what they're doing is a little juvenile. Like, it, it's more 12-year-olds. I felt you like, know what I mean? and correct me if I'm wrong, I thought the comic book character actually was younger. I felt like he was a 12-year-old. Boy. He might be, and, and perhaps that's why they got this beer scene. Like, maybe we accept it more because, like, okay, he's 15, and he's, 
six years away as opposed to nine. You know, I, I, I don't know. But I, I, I just I, I'm getting more of a younger, younger vibe. You know, you and I, we have a last episode on uh, original remake where we talked about the Karate Kid. And one of our biggest criticisms about that remake was the fact that the, our, our lead was, what, 12 years old, 14, maybe. And You know what it sounded like? It sounded like hmm. you just can't be satisfied, Peter. You know, they, yeah, they, we complained you know, about they, a 12-year-old as the action hero. They up it to 15, and you're like, you know what? No good. Go back to 12 for Shazam. It, I, I think, you know, it's having my fourth kid, and now I'm trying to feel like, you know, <laughs> get off my lawn territory. I, that, <laughs> that could be it. Well, um, I'm guessing if, you, you know, this one comes in right in between Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame. Uh, I'm assuming Avengers Endgame, uh, even before Captain Marvel came out, was top priority of that sort of streak of superhero movies. Mm. No, I don't know. Gosh, this, wow, man, this is this has turned into like a really just sad, sad little episode that we're trying here. Where uh, yeah, this oh, is this I, is all supposed to be fun stuff, Peter. And you're you, you sounds like you're questioning have, everything. Have <laughs> you, you you know what? You're reminding me of when uh, you know a mutual friend of ours, Mason, when he had me on. Um, well, what what is that show that they they hosted? <laughs> get real movies. Uh, get, <laughs> yeah, get, get real movies. So Mason had me come on to talk about Gardens of the Galaxy Volume Two, and all I did was bash it. And he's like, "Oh, oh my God, I I love this movie though. <laughs> I, I didn't think it would go in this way." And uh, so I don't know. I I still think that you know maybe my guest appearance killed that show because that was the last episode they ever put out. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy is too sad. <laughs> just, so just killing I, the I vibe hope this, here. This happens nothing to project in film. I I know you just came back and mm-hmm. you know everybody was clamoring for more Michael Denniston. Sure. Um. You know I I still want to hear open mics and hearing you talk to yourself. Um. I'd be very much well, open look, to that. I've gotten really good at re-recording my side of the audio, so I I think I probably could do that. I probably could just record yeah. two tracks at different days talking to myself. Uh, I just I actually want this on the record. I want this this episode to live up on the internet forever because I have such a bad reputation for hating on superhero movies, comic book movies, and you know I, I I'm the one coming on positive here, and and you're saying just done with it, just too many kids running around, don't have time for this nonsense. You're not you're not too far off there <laughs> actually. I mean, kind of yes. <laughs> I did watch Aquaman. Do you like it? I did. Good. I, I enjoyed right. it uh, very much, actually. Good. I I did as well. That was that yeah. was uh, that was my favorite was superhero movie of fun. last year. It was oh, it was oh. very fun. I I got a very yeah, yeah. roadhouse vibe from it. I, I liked his going to the bar, hanging out with his dad. Um, has a crush yeah, on a beautiful redhead. Um, mm-hmm. Gets you know some nice armor, shiny armor. Has some fights. Good. It's great. Everything mm-hmm. I want from superhero mm-hmm. movie. Julie I, Andrews. Sure. Why not? I that was that was weird. You're trying to trick me in that. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think they'll do it because um, we're, we're kind of mixed here. I'm saying Shazam looks like fun. Take the family and uh, Peter saying Shazam looks like ham. <laughs> where can people follow you? Come <laughs> on, Peter. Uh, where can't they follow me? I'm, I'm kind of everywhere. Um, you know, the, the, the most uh, easiest way to find everything that I do is at Paltstagic on Instagram and Twitter. Um, on Twitter, I have you know links to all my other accounts that I cover as well. Uh, so check me out there. Yeah.